We're back. Another episode. We're here in Arizona. Scottsdale, Arizona. I hope everyone had an amazing, an amazing Thanksgiving because I sure as hell did. Um, to start off, uh, it's November 30th. We're one day away. One day away from the end of No Shave November. And I'm kind of sad. I, I don't even think I'm going to shave my mustache, to be honest. I think I'm just going to keep it going into December because I'm feeling it and I like it and it's a good look. But unfortunately, I had to say goodbye to the handlebars. I had to do it. I got home. It was all fun and games in college. The whole thing, it was funny. It was good fun and games in college. But once I got home, my little sister, she couldn't even look at me. She was terrified. She she couldn't believe that I even had the guts, had the nerves to go out in public with that thing on my face. She just couldn't believe it. And she wouldn't let me leave. Literally, she was literally holding me at the door saying, you're not leaving the house. You are shaving that thing off your face. What are you doing? And I was like, you know what? I better do it. It's that. It's getting bad. It was getting dark. It was getting greasy. And I looked like a pedophile. So it had to go. But it made a good run. It had its run. People saw it. It was seen in public. It had a personality of its own. It had a mind of its own, but it had to go. Honestly, thank God my sister just, it was a wake-up call. Thank God she gave me that wake-up call because if I showed up to Thanksgiving with that thing, people would have been like, who the hell, what happened to you? What happened to you at college? What are you doing? This isn't the Jeremy we knew back in August. Something happened to you over the past four months that you had the guts to throw that caterpillar on your face and walk into Thanksgiving dinner with your entire family here. So it was a blessing in disguise that she said something. Thank God. But I'll tell you what, the amount of food I consumed was sickening. Here's the thing about Thanksgiving, like in our family. So they, it's like a buffet style. So they put it all lined up and I'm always, no matter what, ever since I was like maybe eight, I'm always the first in line to grab this food and go. And everyone knows I'm ready. Everyone knows I'm the first one to eat. So they get out of the way. And I'll tell you what, I'm probably done with one, maybe two plates before a lot of people even get their food. I'm, the, I'm that guy, okay? I don't care. I wait all day. I almost starve myself all day to eat this meal, and I just can't wait. I can't this mashed potatoes, the stuffing, the turkey, all of it. I just, I can't hold back. It's too good. It blows my mind, too. There's people in my family, a lot of people in my family, who don't like stuffing. And I know a lot of other people who don't like stuffing. Who in their right mind doesn't like the stuffing? That may be the best part of all Thanksgiving meal. It's bread. How do you not like bread? First off, it's so good. Mix it with the mash and the gravy with a little bit of turkey. And you have the golden bite. The perfect bite. It's probably the best meal of the year. No doubt about it. And you have no shame. You shoved your face as much as you possibly can because no one's going to judge you because they know you only get this once a year. You don't need it on any other day. Who the hell makes Thanksgiving like in March? No one. It's once a year. That's how many times you get it. Once a year. So there's no shame and you stuff yourself until that button on your pants pops open because no one's judging you and no one's going to say a thing because you get this once a year. This is your time. This is your time to eat as much as you possibly can. You know what else about Thanksgiving? I'm sorry. I hate to be the person to say this. There's a lot of you out there who love it. There's a lot of you out there who love it. But pumpkin pie is so overrated. I don't know what's so special about it. There's nothing good about it in my opinion. The texture of it's weird it's not hot it's not flavorful it's just like a pumpkin mush like i don't get it i don't get why people hype it up so much like it's the best thing ever you'll catch me eating like an apple cobbler or some banana cream pie or something just 
delicious, but the pumpkin pie is just not what people say it is on Thanksgiving. I don't get the hype at all. I feel like it's just become this thing in society that the pumpkin pie is just the most amazing thing ever on Thanksgiving. And I just think people have just accepted it and tell themselves it's really good. But in reality, it's very, very average. I wouldn't even waste the calories on it. I wouldn't even put that in my body. I'd rather have 10 more plates of turkey and mashed potatoes than a piece of pumpkin pie. It's not even worth it. So lastly on Thanksgiving, I mean, it's so nice to just be back be back home, seeing family, seeing friends, having a good time, taking it all in because we don't get that back at college. It's just we're stuck in our dorms, you know that. So it's just nice to be back. I mean, the, the night before we went out, so I finally can go out in Scottsdale. Me and my buddies, we went out to this bar in Old Town Scottsdale. And I don't know if anyone has seen the show Pimp My Ride. I've never seen it, honestly. Couldn't t I've, I've heard of it. I've never really seen it. Couldn't tell you what it is. But there's this guy. His name's Diggity Dave. And apparently he's like the, one of the stars of the show. And he comes walking in into this bar. It's an outdoor bar. Everyone's just sitting at the tables. He comes walking in. And you would think that this man was Justin Bieber or Conor McGregor. That's, that's how famous this guy thought he was walking into this bar. The way he walked around, it was like he owned the place he was wearing a fur vest a fur vest sunglasses some weird ass it's nighttime too so he's wearing sunglasses at nighttime some weird ass do-rag a vest and he walked around like everyone in this bar knew who he was and he was the most famous person on this planet i couldn't believe my eyes i really couldn't it was nuts i was like dude all right, you're on a TV show. That's cool. We get it. You're not Justin Bieber. And on top of this shit show going on with Diggity Dave, our boy Diggity Dave over here, my buddy's ordering double vodka Red Bulls, but this lady is not making them double. I tried it. They're about quadruple vodka Red Bulls, and he's just downing them. And before I know it, he's shit-faced. He was shit-faced in like 20 minutes. I was like, what the hell happened to you? He's making fun of Diggity Dave. I'm like, dude, be quiet. This guy's a big deal. You do not want to fuck with this guy. Shut up up he just keeps going nothing happened luckily diggity dave just kept to himself he's he's a big dick guy he's big dick energy this is his bar so he just didn't even care he's like oh fuck these peasants these peasants over here i'm famous as shit i don't give a fuck uh, i'm outside right now i'm on the roof we have like a townhouse so it's like a three-story we have like a little rooftop so if you're hearing a bunch of like noises or like a dog bark or some other bullshit noise that's what it's coming from because i can't really record in my house because there's people in there they're always talking my family's always talking so i gotta come out here it's so fucking nice out the sunset right now it's like 65 degrees it's not 32 and raining like it is in massachusetts the worst weather in the history of this planet but yeah it's so nice if you're hearing any noises i don't think there is to be honest man i thank god we don't have to fly back now honestly the airport was a complete disaster absolute disaster when i was there i mean despite the fact that it was completely packed i was a zombie i was a complete zombie on friday morning when i had to fly home and it was as if a three-year-old was trying to check into a flight and check their bags and get through security it was honestly embarrassing the clinic i put on at that airport was really if someone had like a camera zoned in on me that entire time they would be very very concerned i don't know what i was doing it was like i was on another planet i couldn't even get through security without the guy laughing at me i'm like dude just let me do this just let it be just accept it i know what i'm doing is absurd 
but just accept the fact that it's going to take me an extra five minutes compared to everyone else to get through the security line because I'm going slow and my brain isn't functioning right now. On top of that, I get through security and you know, I'm short on time and I didn't do an assignment. So I got to crush this assignment out. So I stop and I get a pot belly sub because I'm starving. It's like 12 o'clock. I haven't eaten and I'm going to be on a flight and I'm not going to get there till eight o'clock Eastern time, which is five o'clock Western time or six i don't know so i need to eat i need to eat because i'm not gonna eat for essentially like eight hours so i get my sandwich i start doing my assignment i go to grab my sandwich half of my sandwich falls all over the floor right in the middle of the terminal everyone just watched me pick up my sandwich and it just fall and i would just i just put my head down i was like are you fucking kidding me out loud it was just i didn't have time to go back and get another one because i had to finish this assignment before i got on the plane because i didn't have wi-fi so i had to do the assignment didn't have time to get more food so i was starving starving for this five hour flight and it was the most miserable flight of my life it was probably the worst flight of my life no headphones nothing to do on my phone and for some reason it's 2020 and the airline still can't figure out how to make a comfortable seat in coach because my back was about to snap in half and for some reason as well i couldn't recline my damn chair so that was just making it 10 times worse whatever i'm done complaining about my flight thank god we're back for a while because i'm not looking forward to that four hour flight back to massachusetts it's amazing it's actually amazing to be eating regular food again though the cafeteria food you realize how bad it is once you get back home eating just normal foods like i cracked open three eggs ate made an omelet and it tasted like a gordon ramsay omelet made with love like it was amazing it was absolutely unreal to just eat normal food for once the toll that cafeteria food takes on your body is uncomparable you you don't even know until you've experienced real food again i mean the weather just it keeps getting better and better and I, I just keep golfing honestly there's nothing else to do so i just keep going with my buddies and golfing and let's just say i'm very hit or miss on the golf course right now i'll put it that way i play maybe three times a year so it's not it's not very pretty we play at these courses they're like in neighborhoods almost because i mean the desert course is the, the really nice ones i mean this course is still really nice compared to like out east or midwest but these expensive court they're like 160 dollars per round the nice courses here so screw that and i'll tell you what when i tee one up it's going right it's slicing right and i don't know how people live in these homes i maybe hit a ball in two days two rounds maybe 10 times into backyards and i don't know people have got had to be hit before like, who signs up for this shit? These aren't good golfers. This is a public course, not a private course with people who play year-round. This is a public course with hackers coming in, shanking them left and right, just piss missiles into your backyard. We just hear boom, boom, boom. I don't know if it's someone's skull. I don't know if it's their pool. I don't know if it's their window, but it's hitting something. Who signs up for this shit? It's nuts. It's probably million-dollar homes, too. They're nice homes, but... I wouldn't pay that much money in a million years to get hit in the skull with a fucking golf ball. Meanwhile, my buddy who plays professional hockey almost, I'm not kidding, almost murdered a man walking on the street. This hole is like on a, the left, he's a lefty. So the left side of the hole is like a neighborhood and people were walking on the street and it's like, all right, you could hit. We're like, go ahead and hit. There's no way he's going to hit it 35 degrees left. There's no chance. All of a sudden he swings. I'm like, holy shit. No way. No way he does it. Boom. Trajectory. Tra trajectory. That's a tough word. Trajectory right at them. Not even kidding. If it would have hit them, it would have pierced their skull for sure. We scream. These people don't even flinch. They don't. They just keep walking and they're like, oh, no worries. No worries. These people are psychopaths. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
that t- that takes a psychopath to just be like, yeah, no worries. You almost just killed us. You almost just pierced my face, put a golf ball down my throat. No worries, though. It's okay. I would have been pissed. I would have been like, fuck you. Get your shit together. Why are you swinging right now? What are you doing? Wait for us at least. You suck at golf. That's what I would have said. But these people, they're just nice. They're psychos. Absolute fucking lunatics. I keep saying the F word. I'm sorry. I'm on a rant. It just comes. It just comes. And I'm not going to edit it out because I don't really give a shit right now because I haven't recorded a podcast in two weeks. I left you guys hanging for another week. It pisses me off when I do that. But honestly, when I wait an extra week, the episode's a little better. It's a little more content. It's a little better. But I want to keep doing one once a week. And I am. But I hate when I leave you guys hanging for a week like that. I don't know if uh, any of you guys are like country singer fans. I don't know if you guys like country. I'm sure a lot of you do. But this Morgan Wallen, holy shit. This man is the best. He is the definition of the GOAT. I love Morgan Wallen. His new music, he just came out. This is why I'm talking about it. He just came out with his new album, two, three new songs, and they're just amazing. I don't think he's come out with a song in the past year, maybe two or three years, that's not been good. I I swear to God, I only listen to Morgan Wallen and a little bit of Luke Combs. But if I get in the car, 100% Morgan Wallen every day. Just the same songs on repeat. Seven Summers, this new song still going down, Somebody's Problem. They just keep coming. It's a hit after a hit. And he's young. He's a young buck. I can't imagine how many good songs he's going to have like five, ten years down the road. He's going to be go down as one of the greatest. I'll say, say it right now. He's going to go down as one of the greatest country singers. The girls love him. The guys love him. He's young. He's got the mullet. This guy fucks. He is just a hit after hit machine. He just keeps pumping them out, pumping them out like it's nothing. And I'm here for it. And we're all here for it. So if you haven't listened to Morgan Wallen, I don't know what the hell you're doing. Even if you're not a country fan, this man will turn you into a country fan. That's how good his music is. So get your shit together, turn the rap off for one car ride and listen to some Morgan Wallen because this new album smacks and it's only been three songs. It's not even the new album. Three songs in the album have come out. He's still got, I think there's like 30 songs in the album and I can't wait. I had to talk about that because I was just too good not to. It's December. I can't wait for Christmas. I really can't. I love Christmas. I've said this before on my podcast. It's the best holiday this season. There's no snow here. I'd love for there to be snow, but it's still a great place to have Christmas. There's a lot of stuff to do. Scottsdale Princess Hotel. You go ice skating outside somehow in the desert. They figure it out. Somehow they made it happen. It's a great place for Christmas. I can't wait. It's December 1st tomorrow. Actually, technically, I'm posting this on December. This is November 30th. I'm posting it tomorrow. So today, if you look at it that way, today is December 1st. We're only 24 days away, baby. Santa's coming to town. and He's ready. And he's hot. And also, I'm asking Santa, that sexy son of a bitch, I'm asking Santa for some microphones so we can get some interviews on this podcast because that's what we need. And I don't have microphones, so I can't do it. So Santa Claus, if you're out there somewhere, please give me some microphones for this podcast so we can entertain the people, give them what they want, and have a good time. That's all I want for Christmas. And I want my fucking mustache back when I shave it because I'm going to regret it. Okay? I swear I haven't been an asshole. I haven't been a piece of shit. I swear I've been nice. I've been a good guy at school. I've done the best I can to make friends. Please don't put me on the naughty list. Okay? Please. Been a good guy. Not an asshole. I think I'm going to call it there. I'm starving. I'm about to go make a nice ribeye steak. Mmm. A little butter on top. 
baste it. You got to baste it. Just keep basting, 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 basting. Who cares? It's a little fattening, but it's meat. Who cares? Just keep basting, basting, basting money. Melt in your mouth. Cuts like butter, pretty and pink. So I'll see you guys next week. We're back to online school. Who gives a shit? We're almost done. We'll grind through this next two weeks. Have a good one. Now cue the damn Morgan Wallen. See ya. But I wonder when you're drinking if you find yourself thinking about that boy from East Tennessee.